Yeah. Go ahead and speak uh-huh. into your mics, everybody's. Uh, I'm uh, speaking in harmony. Thank you. Oh, all at <laughs> the same time. Yeah, that's good. That was beautiful. All right, here we go. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned four specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they'll now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called... Welcome to Stab. That's enough. It's starting to sound disingenuous. Okay. Welcome to Stab, everyone. Uh, Here at Stab Comedy Theater, 1710 Broadway, Sacramento, California, 95818. Send us some mail. It's nice to get sometimes. Uh, Are you guys ready to meet your contestants for Stab? Uh, That's Steve Ferris. Steve Ferris. Kim Martell. Jason Anderson. And Jesse Jones. And uh, I'm your host, uh, John Morris Ross the Fourth. Yeah, whoa, that was that felt real. <laughs> that felt real. I appreciate it. Thank you guys. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Steven. Oh. Uh, Steve, you bought a um, a little red wagon. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and so. <laughs> I, I gave it as a present? Yeah, you gave it. A, oh. You don't remember that? Uh, well, it's the thought that counts, I guess. <laughs> right. Not, it's the thought that counts, not the memory. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, yeah, um, we, put this, we put this little red wagon together, and it's caused uh, some issues in our home. Uh-oh. Yeah, did you did you buy it like on an Indian burial ground or something? <laughs> did you buy it? For, no. Um, no, it's caused uh, some fighting between siblings. Because oh. you don't have enough I, wagons? More kids. Yeah, I don't I have enough kids. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so, yeah, so I'm going to need wagon. three more wagons. Well, I have one more. I need four more wagons, actually. We have five total children running around this fucking place. There's more people right. trickling in. What was that? Was that a... A tree falling? No, there's more people. They're not used to us starting on time. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you caught me off guard. So, Steve, yeah, thank you. Thank you for that um, point of uh, contention that you uh, just drifted off from your presence into mine. So I appreciate that. Well, if you have another kid, I'll get two. Two more wagons. I'm not having another kid. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you said the last time. That is true. That is is true. How am I going to... Like find an excuse to give you a wagon. <laughs> look at everyone. Look at all these people in the crowd. They looked at it like, you have that many kids? They got all judgy on me. Yeah. Yeah. Have you yeah. thought about like maybe having less kids? Yeah. Ah. No. <laughs> Not. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yes. I have thought about having less kids, but after I had them. So uh, it was a little late. Um, anyway, guys, Ooh. you know. <laughs> I'm, Who's I'm gonna sorry, make your coffee? John. Sorry, I had children. Sorry, I did what everyone else before me did. I apologize for being a part of humanity. Welcome. Hello. How are you? Welcome. Hi. Okay. I'm just. I'm apologizing for making children right now. You don't to gotta these, catch her up. That's fine. Judgmental. <laughs> all right. So all right. Thanks, Steve. Okay. Um, Kim. Hey. You made a kid. I did. I, did we? Do I bring it up every time you're here? Oh, probably. It's okay. like. 
47% of my identity now. Perfect. <laughs> uh, did Steve buy your kid a red wagon? You know, he didn't. Hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> but that's because he didn't have it. The kid doesn't have anyone to fight with, so, oh. you know. Right. There, oh, yeah, was, there was no drama to be had there. What's oh. the point of giving him a wagon? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Very dramatic guy. It's just... Well, how's life, Kim? It's fine. <laughs> no, it's uh, no, it's it's good. Um, today, I was telling Jason that uh, my kid has a fever, and the only thing that I could get him to eat all day was an excessive amount of pulled pork and flan. <laughs> <laughs> Which, do you have any idea the amount of things that you have to try <laughs> to get your child to, to eat get to, flan. to get to flan? <laughs> Um, so oh, wow. I had about 45 minutes to put this together, you guys, so you're getting my best self. Woo! Um, Are we getting flan? No. <laughs> no, no, no the kid ate the flan. Sorry. Bring the flan next time. You each Kevin. get a kid, though. Yeah, yeah, everybody gets to take my child away from me, please. <laughs> Steven, bring a, a red wagon full of flan. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Anderson. Oh, yeah, I made a kid cry you, once. You made a kid cry once? Yeah. How? Uh, when I was in second grade, there was this kid, JP, um, and JP peed his pants in the middle of the class from his <laughs> desk, and it spread out through a whole class. And uh, I know, and then I said, oh, JP peed. And then his name was JPP for the rest of second grade. Of his life. Yeah, I mean, I obviously, we yeah. We still call them that in middle school. I feel bad. JP, if you're listening, you probably killed yourself. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's alive, don't oh, worry. He's this just show's altered. starting so positive. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, Jason. Thank you for... <laughs> But yeah, you 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 can't you can't pee your pants named JP and not expect that isn't yeah. just the first go to from a second grader. Yeah. JPP, oh nailed it. <laughs> What's your middle name, Jesse? Uh, P. <laughs> Patrick. Patrick, right? Uh. JP is J. All right, let's play. Let's play stab. Yeah, let's play. I apologize. Here, I'm gonna do the sound effect again. Yeah. So. There we go. Welcome to Stab, everyone. Just so we have an easy edit point. Yep, there we go. Uh, this first segment's called Reorganization. Uh, please take the following acronym, reimagine it. What does it now stand for? Who or what does it now represent? <laughs> Open uh, a can of nitrous over there? Yeah. What are we selling? <laughs> Being that it's currently National Crime Victims Rights Week, uh, today's acronym is PTSD. Huh? Starting off on a good note. <laughs> Steve, what does PTSD mean to you? All right. Well, I hope no. I hope nobody else took this one. Let's um, <laughs> pass that shit down. Okay. Uh, which could apply to all kinds of different things, but <clears throat> red wagons, perhaps. Maybe just pass it. No, sorry. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if you have PTSD, you could pass that shit down to your kids. <laughs> it's, it's true. That's actually true. Yeah. It, it, it's hereditary. It's hereditary. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it like affects your genes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Or I mean, just through your actions <laughs> from the resulting PT. Okay. Are you guys reading what I wrote? Um. But yeah, that was I was kind of going along those lines. <laughs> Uh, because your PTSD will affect everything that you do, <laughs> which will influence them, your kids, and what they do. 
if your diet changes to a PTSD diet and you're going to... Um, what, did I, <laughs> what did I put? And. <laughs> you're going to impact your baby with that. Their body is going to say, uh-oh, I can taste PTSD hormones and this is PTSD food. <laughs> That means I'm going to get born into a PTSD world. (laughs) So then they might get born prepared for a PTSD world and uh, have a shorter life expectancy and die almost right after being born. (laughs) Or maybe a few years later, or maybe a lot of years, they might outlive you. But not by much. <laughs> and um, <laughs> that's pretty much all I wrote. But I was just thinking, like, it could be like, it could be astrological too, because it's like, like PTSD. Like if it <laughs> if it affects like your mood or whatever, like it might like influence like the exact time that the baby was born. Which would change like its astrological chart. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> it's all of this stuff. Look how you turned to me. <laughs> yes, Stephen. Um, <clears throat> all right. But, yeah. Okay. You got a PTSD. <laughs> all right, here we go. What's your sign? PTSD. <laughs> Oh man, those all right. <clears throat> those Sorry to make light of it. I just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh no, don't worry, guy. It's gonna be fine. Plus, it uh, helped. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. We're healing. Very good. Together. <laughs> Kim, what does PTSD mean to you? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so the following statistics are gathered from legitimate public health organizations. <laughs> <laughs> this message is sponsored by RAIN, Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network. It's a quarter-century-old organization dedicated to helping the victims of sexual abuse through support, counseling, and public education. Every 90 seconds, someone in the United States is sexually assaulted. In honor of National Crime Victims' Rights Week, we want to rewrite the narrative, stop the victim blaming, blaming and stigma around being the victim of sexual violence. We're proud to announce our new campaign to teach children from a young age that sexual assault and violence is wrong. Parents, teach sons don't. (laughs) Because teaching our boys that women don't owe them anything is the first of many steps in ending sexual violence. Does your son feel like he did the time and he deserves sexual gratification? (laughs) Tell him to sit the fuck down. There's no amount of time that's gonna make rape okay. It's time to stop, stop spending so much time teaching our daughters how to avoid being raped and start teaching our sons to not rape. So PTSD, and before you add us about sexual violence being a gender neutral fight, consider that 90% of rape victims are women. And when men are victims of sexual assault, in 93% of the cases, the perpetrators of that assault is a man. So hedge your bets and teach your sons to keep their hands to themselves. All right. Uh, Someone doesn't like Jordan Peterson. Very Bitch, good. I'll fight you. I do, I do like, please tell your sons don't. Like, they started, and you're like, don't. 
<laughs> you're catching them in the middle of it. Very good. I think that's the, that's the time to stop it right when it's happened. Uh, very good. Well, hey, I just Jay. think that we should spend less time teaching women how to prep their bodies for a rape kit and less and more time. I never taught anyone that. I have well, two daughters. In, I had a health class. No, in health class, they spent an entire day oh on God. what to do with our bodies after we get raped. Mm. And no time was spent, like, maybe don't rape women. Yeah, when they separated us into the two different assemblies, that was not... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, I don't oh, remember oh, that Oh, you part. didn't get the, you know, you're going to want to go home and shower, but don't no. go home and shower. No. They just taught us to put condoms on bananas. That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, that's why you have five kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, four anyway, of them. Oh, yeah, no, no, you're right. You're right. Totally Four over. Or mine. Yeah, you're right. I I totally <laughs> exaggerated that one. And they were made totally consensually, by the way. Just uh, <laughs> Ooh, this whole keeps yeah this whole total keeps consent. <laughs> All right. Hey, Jason. Uh, <laughs> Please say something funny. Yeah, you mind lightening up the show? <laughs> so I did. I, I did. Uh, PTSD is past that. Son, don't. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I wasn't with it. <laughs> PTSD. Poop, then shit. Difference? <laughs> yes. I wrote yes really big. Yes. There is a difference. See, the poop, then shit. Yes. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> All the other ones are better, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse Jones. Had, had to mail one in to have time for the other four. That's fine. <laughs> Everybody gets a cop out. One per show. What does PTS mean to you, Jesse? The late 90s, early 2000s was the golden age of the catchphrase crazed sports center anchor. It was essential for these sports recapping professionals to dazzle the highlight-loving audience with a flashy, often nonsensical catchphrase. And the more popular guys usually had a whole bag of colorful turn of phrase to dip into for any and all sporting occasion. And while the likes of Chris Berman, Craig Kilborn, Dan Patrick, and Stuart Scott uh, seem to be coining new and confusing highlight recap terminology daily, Peak catchphrase was achieved in 2002 when Nick Vance burst onto the Sports Center scene. The recent point in Nick's popularity that anyone not completely versed in his unique highlight vernacular would be utterly unable to follow a single highlight during his broadcast. His most popular was, of course, at the end of a play where either a runner was not going to be caught by the defense or a pitcher closed out a game with a big strikeout, and Nick, Nick would give him the old PTSD shouting, Picnic time, Saucy Dan! <laughs> and while it, was, while it was certainly his signature phrase, he had so, so many others. He had one for a particularly vicious hit in football saying, He planted him like a Thanksgiving Day grandma kiss. <laughs> Uh, for golf, a big drive was punctuated with a booming seven merry four. <laughs> I liked that one more than I should. And a regular fan favorite was when in every episode he would include one soccer segment where he would three stooges snore through the entire clip. <laughs> but after a while, his calls became more and more erratic and incomprehensible. 
though it never hurt his popularity. For example, during one highlight of a series of Peja's Stoyakovich three-pointers, Nick just repeatedly shouted, Elevator Parade! Elevator Parade! Elevator Parade! After every made basket. Nobody knew what it meant, but there was an officially licensed t-shirt available for purchase before the episode was even over. (laughs) Finally, though, one night Nick reached a catchphrase too far when Jason Kidd shot one for 23 from the field in a Nets loss, and Nick said on air that Jason's play, quote, Stunk worse than a Planned Parenthood dumpster fire. (laughs) Nick was fired during the following commercial break. (laughs) And he was never heard from again. Very good. That was uh, reorganization. So, John, Planned Parenthood (laughs) is... uh, (laughs) Yeah. Having four kids does make it tough for people to believe that I'm, <laughs> that I'm, that I'm pro-choice. <laughs> okay. We just think that you don't plan. <laughs> yeah, there's a little planning. There. Yeah, it's, it's... Wow. <laughs> when, when did this... When did this t- <laughs> yeah. Good luck wiping your own asses when you're 80. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Just going to have to put yourself in a home. <laughs> I get it. Like, it's not your choice. <laughs> And I'm pro that. (laughs) I definitely don't tell women to have abortions. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah. uh, yeah, Should I leave? (laughs) Like like everyone. We're fine. No, no, we're good. We're good. We got a couple more, but we'll save them. Okay, good. Good. I'm spacing them out. This is why I usually get high before the show. And uh, now I have coffee, so I'm super sensitive. Okay. uh, This next segment is called. the topical haiku <laughs> challenge. Uh, please have composed three haiku in regard to the following uh, topical headline. Uh, headline reads: Kate Blanchett's favorite $650 facial uh, uses Korean newborn baby foreskins. This is a real story. There's a new facial craze taking Hollywood by storm, and its <laughs> and its core is is one very very strange, very intimate ingredient. Korean newborn baby foreskin. Oh, yes. You heard that right. Korean newborn baby foreskin. Apparently, Kate Blanchett and Sandra Bullock are obsessed with it. Uh, Blanchett, Blanchett told Australian Vogue, Sandy, Bull- <laughs> Sandy Bullock and I saw the facialist in New York. Uh, her name is Georgia Louise, and she gives us what we call the penis facial, and it's something. <laughs> I don't know what it is or whether... <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's just, cu- or whether it just smells a bit like sperm. That's what Kate said. Uh, there's some enzyme <laughs> in it. So Sandy refers to it as the penis facial. Uh, Steve, let's hear your first haiku of three about the uh, foreskin facials. Well, first, is, is it definitely confirmed that it, it is the Korean baby foreskins? Uh I, did I check the source? <laughs> no. Yeah, was this an AP story or... I've tried it. It seems Vietnamese. All right, so <laughs> there's a there's a there's a there's a uh, Reddit a subreddit called Not the Onion uh, that I pull a lot of these from. Oh, so oh, I'm okay. assuming that they they are like actual stories that are not the Onion. So all right, so crazy to be true. Anyway, all right. <clears throat> here's here's my first one. Nobody could have foreskin what was to come. <laughs> On some old hag's faces. 
Okay. <laughs> Kim, you're first of three. Um, if it caused youth to rub dick on your face, I'd be Benjamin Button. <laughs> That's so weird. I'm looking in Jason's notebook. He's the exact same. <laughs> it wasn't for the show. It's a different, it's a different thing. Just a th- that's just yeah. his journal. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Tuesday. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Who, was it Kate Blanchett? Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. So uh, this this uh, is called uh, the stock market crash of beauty hyphen Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Great in Ragnarok, but not sure of smooth skin worth all the baby cock. <laughs> Ooh, a rhyming haiku. Oh, nice. Yeah. Jesse Jones. Uh, first is titled "She Said It, Not Me." <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Bullock loves the feel of thousands of creamed dick skins on her face. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Steven, you're second of three haiku. Okay. (laughs) The still... (laughs) The still air thickens. It smells like the dick ends... Hurts like the dickens. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Kim, you're second of three. Uh, I want to look young. Who doesn't want to look young? Wait, it's baby what? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <clears throat> Jason? This is called casting the first stone. Casting, <laughs> casting the first stone. I've done a lot worse. With adult foreskins on dates. <laughs> Who am I to judge? <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Jesse Jones. Second is titled Money Shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, porn stars have sworn by the power of facials for generations. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you think. <laughs> Jesse, thank you for that. Uh, Steve, you're third of three. Okay. You might wish for death if your Korean face wipe doesn't kill you first. Because <laughs> of the assassination of Kim, Kim Jong-un's, right? No. They, that's how they got him. That was a lot of ahs and one laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I'll get it way. later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll right. Google. I'm not smart. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Kim. I have an idea. Hear me out, Minjun. It's great. Let's fuck with the rich. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. Jason. But my third IQ is on that same line. Um, it's called uh, Much Good Supreme Leader Approved Jingle. <laughs> Little baby peen, some of you is on my face. Hollywood, pay us. (laughs) 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 Jesse Jones. Uh, Third is titled, as the old saying goes. Celebrities like their skin to be as smooth as a baby's dick. (laughs) Very good. That was the Topical Haiku Challenge. Let's hear it. 
Yeah. That brings us to our third of five segments this evening. Uh, this one's called This Was Today Once. Steve Ferris. Uh, today is National Licorice Day. Uh, also on this very date, 1955, the polio vaccine developed by Dr. Jonas Salk is declared safe and effective. Uh, How do you celebrate the aforementioned events in tandem? Okay, well, I was really excited about um, both of these things. So um, I got wasted <laughs> off Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> Probably had like 14, maybe 16 of them. <clears throat> I had a, friend's, had a former friend's townhouse. <clears throat> um <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen so much Miller Lite in one place. Never drank so much either. Everyone else left me there the next day. But wait, it was all today. Uh, <clears throat> but I, I couldn't leave. I was sick. It wasn't polio. I don't think I threw up in the cat box. But I did throw up on a plant one story down. <laughs> a few hours later, I did it again. Eventually, I made it out of there. I don't know if anyone ever came back. Then I went to work, recorded a YouTube series episode, and then came here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. <laughs> <clears throat> a celebration. <laughs> Is that what you really did? Uh, the first part I made up. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> but it's it's based on a true story from another time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Kim. <laughs> on this date, 1934, the strongest surface wind gust in the world at the time of 231 miles per hour is measured on the summit of Mount Washington, New Hampshire. It has since been surpassed. Uh, also, today is Cosmonautics Day in Russia. Uh, how'd you celebrate the two aforementioned events? I'm so glad you asked. Hey, comrades! <laughs> when I was a kid growing up in Vermont, every April 12th was celebrated the same way, resenting New Hampshire for their fancy pants world record wins. And then, get this, in 1996, this happens. There's a record wind in Australia that surpassed... Mount Washington's record. Take that, you smug Granite State bastards. <laughs> that must have been exactly how Alan Shepard felt when he went to space in May of 1961, surpassing Yuri Gagarin's space experience with the Soviets. <laughs> so every April 12th, in celebration, I tip my hat to the has-beens and I go onto my Facebook and I look at all the old boyfriend profile. Uh, <laughs> and uh, pretty much just say, suck it, old single one boyfriend that is on Facebook. <laughs> That's it. Very good, Kim. Jason Anderson, uh, today is National Teach Children to Save Day. Yeah. Uh, also on this very date, 1945, U.S. President Franklin D., Roosevelt dies in office. Uh, Vice President Harry S. Truman uh, becomes president upon Roosevelt's death. True, uh, true. 
How'd oh. you choose to celebrate the aforementioned events on Tan? Uh, I, I filmed a pilot of uh, Uncle Jason's cardboard house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids. Hey. It's me, your Uncle Jason. Hey. Oh, kids. I, I got a real new deal for you. A coupon code to get you out of this Great Depression. Oh. 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 Oh, don't be like Truman and become president after being FDR's vice president for only 82 days. Instead, an extreme coupon and you can be featured on the Vice Network while you explain how you recycle your toilet water to feed and train your pet slugs that you eat for sustenance and we even do slimy blankets to keep your worms darkened in a lovely nights while you watch Hulu with commercials on your sister's login on Wi-Fi at Starbucks bathroom that you use to shower while you make sweet love to the woven slug pillow named Jazzy, short for Jasmine because you even save times with nicknames. Can I borrow a dollar, little girl? <laughs> oh no, no, wrong answer. That was a generosity test. Oh, you, you bigliest little rat. <laughs> oh, oh no, bourgeoisie. I can't spell. <laughs> bigliest. <laughs> oh, you bourgeoisie little rug rat. Oh, which reminds me, save money on carpeting by weaving rugs together out of mats. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> it, it's on Hulu now. Oh, really? <laughs> right back to the PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was creepy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just a little. Uh, Jesse Jones, yeah. on this date, 2009, Zimbabwe officially abandons its Zim- Zimbabwean dollar mm-hmm. uh, as its official currency. Uh, today is also Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. Mm. Uh, how'd you choose to celebrate those two events together? In celebration of the Zimbabwean dollar and grilled cheese sandwiches, I decided to make real a long-held dream of mine and create my very own personal vanity currency, the JJ Double Buck. (laughs) Which is essentially just a $2 bill with a portrait of me and a powdered wig airbrushed like a flea market t-shirt over Thomas Jefferson's stupid, dusty old face. As you know, once you deface U.S. currency, you're technically a criminal. But the minor kind who can still vote and walk among regular law-abiding folk, all while knowing in your secret place deep inside that you're a badass outlaw. (laughs) And you should also be aware that once the paint dries, you'll now only be able to use them new purple skins of yours in a very specific place. It's kind of like Bitcoin. If it was unnecessary, sort of goofy, and nobody actually knew how it worked. Like Bitcoin. <laughs> so after you snazz up them twos, take them newly minted smelly JJ Double Bucks <laughs> over to my super kick-ass online store, which is still using the same GeoCities layout and stolen hamster dance gifts that it was originally <laughs> built on. Once there, click on the three-frame animated picture of a dripping grilled cheese sandwich to purchase hand-delivered by me your very own JJ Double Buck grilled ass cheese! <laughs> Made with the finest cheese stuffs I currently have in the cheese drawer at the time. <laughs> and the JJ Double Buck grilled ass cheese secret ingredient more butter than your heart thinks you can legally in- be forced to enjoy! <laughs> and before you ask something stupid, yes, salted butter! Fucking obviously! <laughs> Unsalted butter is an abomination. Unsalted butter is like if every orgasm had the sensation and intensity of a drowsy yawn. <laughs> What's the point? I made my hands all slimy for that? <laughs> so go on. 
Spray up them deuces and swap me them garbage rectangles for the ass kickingest grilled cheese sandwich your mouth will ever cry drool tears over. <laughs> Every JJ Double Buck grilled ass chee comes in a specially constructed clamshell box made of old AOL discs. <laughs> and now that I say that, I'm surprised some hipstery nonsense restaurant isn't already like giving people their checks attached to discs by the little metal slider at the bottom. And shut up, don't anybody say anything else until I copyright that shit right now. Copyright JPJ Industries! <laughs> Very good. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I'm just taking down that Bitcoin. <laughs> It'll be back. You, uh, can, this you can make it. Only two more segments, guys. Yeah, we got you can tell that. <laughs> Is everyone getting ready to walk out? Okay. <laughs> you can if you want. Yeah, there's plenty of other I monitor options. the crowd at all times. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this next segment is called Vows to an Asshole. Uh, congrats, everyone, on your nuptials. Let's hear those vows to your new asshole soulmate. Uh, Steve Ferris, you'll be marrying uh, the person who brings a cowbell to professional sports games. That asshole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I called this one Major League Asshole. (laughs) I vow that in addition to loving you unconditionally and all that, I will take thee not only as my lawfully wedded partner, I will also take thee to all sports games so that you can ring your cowbell. President Bush once called Adam Clymer from the New York, New York Times a major league asshole because he didn't know the microphone was on. But you're the major league asshole. It doesn't bother me. I like it. But I don't like the SNL sketch. <laughs> It's weird, huh? Anyway, oh yeah. <clears throat> I do. <laughs> because I, I like things that... I like things that most people hate. And I hate things that most people like. <laughs> very good, Steve. Very good, very good. Kim. All right, well, I have to switch over to my phone because like a real asshole, I... Uh, only printed out two of the three pages that I had. Uh, so you're forgiven. So you're you're marrying a, a two prong power outlet. That asshole. Two prong oh. power oh. outlet. Okay. All right. Ready. <laughs> two prong power outlet. Even though all my friends warned me about you, here we are. They said, "Stay away from that guy. He isn't grounded." <laughs> <laughs> He'll always try to put it in the wrong hole. (laughs) But that's what makes our love exciting. What else can I say? It may be shocking, but it works. Sure, I had to make sacrifices so we can never have waffles at home or dry our clothes. So what? (laughs) But I resent the two-prong to three-prong outlet conversion being called a cheater plug. Every relationship is different. They shouldn't judge us. (laughs) <laughs> very good. Very good. Very good. Uh, Jason Anderson. Oh, yes. 
you are marrying uh, the person who walks slowly through a crosswalk. Uh, my love. My everything. My non-gender specific partner. I knew you were the one for me from the first chirp of the bird-like robot. When my eyes raised to see your legs begin their meandering stroll into my life. Oh, I was stopped dead in my tracks as you casually rolled into, in, into my heart. Oh, from that moment on, I've longed for your unhurried touch, and, and I knew you'd be worth my time. Oh, from your first step, I knew I would be there, even though th- to the next step was six seconds apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my sweet tortoise, <laughs> covered in hair. Perhaps your follicles cause you wind resistance, which, which leads to your steady, deliberate pace. But, but, but who am I to attempt to explain God's beautiful hirsute creation? Oh, like a caterpillar couche ball, you're, you're perfect. It's perfect in every way. Oh, your measured pace knocked me off my feet, and I knew immediately you had to be mine forever. Although I thought I was rushing into the relationship with the tortoise, I, I, I didn't head the continual warnings of my friends, family, and that traffic sign. Wait! Wait. Wait. Oh, much like you ignored those same warnings on the faithful day we met a total of three times as you held up traffic and delayed those uh, angry Uber drivers, ambulance worker. Uh, From those first unrest words I heard from your mouth as you slammed your fist on a taxi cab's hood and said in that delectable Brooks and Twang, Oh, hey, I'm I'm shuffling here. (laughs) I knew we'd be together forever. Oh, you you begrudgingly plotted into my heart, and I'll love you until the day I accidentally crush your shell. <laughs> oh. I'm marrying a slug. <laughs> I wasn't actually woke at the beginning when I said non-gender specific. Oh, no, snails are hermaphrodites. <laughs> I fuck slugs. <laughs> God save the queen. Thank you. Very good, Jason. Very good. That was beautiful. Uh, Jesse Jones, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're marrying uh, an aggressive mall kiosk operator. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kiki. <laughs> For so long, I tried to ignore you. But how could I possibly resist your eye-catching array of practical yet stylish protective cases for any style of phone I could ever own? And three for 20? I knew we'd made a special connection because there was no way you were offering that kind of deal to just anybody. (laughs) I understand now, like never before, that you only want to take care of me for the rest of my life with the most powerful yet gentle supplements on the market. Priced well below retail. And when we make it to our honeymoon in one of seven exotic, safe, and inviting timeshare resorts of my choosing, (laughs) available at least two prime weekends a year, and any Tuesday through Thursday of my choice, no more than twice quarterly, (laughs) that my new 37-jet aqua massage spa will be waiting for us to ease away all the tensions of the world with its 444 unique pulse, heat, and intensity combinations. Each one an adventure for my tight back, thighs, and calf muscles. 
and I'll look into your dark, polarized lenses, <laughs> knowing with all the confidence in the world that they're just like the styles of the more well-known brands <laughs> for a fraction of the price. <laughs> and that while I wait, you can engrave with a personalized message of my choice any sterling silver money clip or Zippo case on the lower <laughs> shelf <laughs> in 20 minutes or less. And really, what greater love is there? <laughs> Very good. That was Vows to an Asshole. <laughs> Which brings us to our final segment of the evening. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so very sorry. I didn't prompt that. <laughs> our final segment is called Department of Tourism. Uh, congratulations, everyone. You've all been hired as the tourism directors of the following places. Make us want to come there, you know, visit, live, whatever. Uh, Steve Ferris, please take us to Paper Tallington. Okay, uh, it's America's version of the British Kitchen Rollington. <laughs> okay. They call them kitchen rolls. <laughs> um, <clears throat> vacation spot made out of uh, one ton of paper towels. Uh, tagline, soak up more than just the sun. <laughs> And our loosely woven fibers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's some cool things about it. Uh, everything looks like snow because it's white. People love the snow, but it's not cold. Could be kind of <laughs> right. could be kind of warm and cozy. Uh, you don't have to worry about the thread count and the sheets and the um, accommodations. Because there's no thread count. It's all just paper towels. <laughs> paper paper towel sheets. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's a, a paper like roller coaster. It's made out of like the tubes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's uh yeah, you can just kick back and watch the tube. Mm. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's just a anyway uh, <clears throat> uh, it's uh, more hygienic than other places you could go like uh, cloth towelington <laughs> or air dryerington <laughs> or the sides of your pantsington <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, the back of your shirtington, <laughs> or uh, door handling <laughs> turn, or <laughs> somebody you meet, it's a uh, handington. <laughs> uh, we're on everyone's shopping list. Uh, you know, get paper towels from the store, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, <clears throat> It's not hard to find Paper Towelington. There were portals set up all over the place. Uh, the paper towel dispenser here in the bathroom. Huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, what kind of pipe? I have some, um, <laughs> some pipes um, 
galvanized uh, <laughs> cast iron pipes in my kitchen. It's the L shape, and then I have a, that's a portal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's just there's a couple of portals at work. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, easy to get to. All right. <laughs> All right, very good, Steve. Very good. <laughs> Kim, uh, take us to Eyebrow Town. Eyebrow Town. Okay, Eyebrow Town. Eyebrow Town. Welcome to Eyebrow Town's annual town meeting. Thank you for joining us. I'll admit these last few decades have been rough. But we're back, and I hope that you'll give us a chance. For a long time, over-manscaped unibrows and ultra-plucked ladybrows dominated the stereotypes of eyebrow town. But we've survived worse than this. Remember when that Botox clinic moved into town and we all spent four months trying to read the room? <laughs> but things have changed. We welcome all kinds of eyebrow now. Sure, eyes get all the credit. But if the Botox crisis of 2004 has taught us anything, we need those brow expressions. Uh, that's as far as I got. <laughs> and I was wondering, just Very as a good. side note, did you choose this because I do fuck tons of Botox? <laughs> no. No? Okay. I, don't, I didn't associate eyebrows yeah, with Botox Because I was like, I could do lots of expression. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> that's why it was, yeah, I was... I, I don't think when I write this. Can <laughs> there we go. There's no thought already. Uh, there's no forethought. Uh, Jason Anderson, uh, take us to Needyville. Needyville. So did you choose this because... <laughs> <laughs> so well, because I thought because you gave him Needyville. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because right. I do fuck yeah. tons of Ville. Yeah. That yes. I, okay. Steven's right, always drawing his hands. Need, so. Needyville. Are you deprived for love, poverty stricken for attention? Are you a black hole of emotion stuck at a friendship Great Depression and there's no FDR New Deal Tinder to swipe you away to happiness? <laughs> a rhetorical question. Of course you are. You're listening to a podcast. <laughs> well, get your loser butt down to Needy Town, formerly Six Flags Discovery Kingdom, formerly Marine World Africa, USA, formerly a vacant field in Vacaville, formerly land stolen from Mexico. <laughs> Here at Needy Town, we have everything the energy vampire craves. Apathetic human interaction Ferris wheels, <laughs> named after Stephen Ferris. Uh, <laughs> phones that are always ringing. Immediate answers to your text, the log ride, and churros. <laughs> so, so cup, cup, cup. Come, come on down, <laughs> you worthless meat puppet. <laughs> Fill that unbillable void by giving your money to a soulless corporation. It's like a metaphor or something. <laughs> we didn't think this out out because it costs pennies to advertise on a podcast and becoming a theme park in Vacaville means that we're going to surely die alone like you someday. There you go, Needyville. Jesse Jones. Yeah. Uh, Let's finish the show <laughs> with yeah. uh, take us to Redundant Heights. Redundant <laughs> Heights. Greetings, good day, and welcome to Redundant <laughs> Heights. <laughs> if you love variety, diversity, and range, <laughs> you're sure to revel in everything a thriving Redundant Heights has to offer. Be sure to take the time to visit and enjoy all of our many distinct and unique neighborhoods and all that they have to offer. Stroll through the streets of perpetual butte. Enjoy a little shopping. 
Maybe stop for lunch, grab a warm, tasty, low-fat bread town. Then saunter down the boulevards of incessant crest. Partake in some barter. Perhaps pause for brunch. And snag a hot, yummy roll at Bakeryville. <laughs> and finally meander through the avenues of habitual summit. Revel in a skosh of commerce. <laughs> Likely yield for a midday meal. <laughs> and scoop up a toasty slice at Pastryopolis. <laughs> With so many one-of-a-kind options at your fingertips, we're sure you'll see that the possibilities are endless and redundant heights. We hope you've enjoyed your stay, and thank you for visiting our fair city. We look forward to hosting you again. But for now, goodbye, so long, and see you later from Redundant Heights. Very good. Uh, that's the end of the Stab Show. One more time for everyone you saw tonight. Steve Ferris. Kim Martell. Jason Anderson. And Jesse Jones. Uh, if you'd like to hear more stabs, go to one of our many online outlets, the primary of which being Stab for Gold. Stab, the number four gold.com. Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. We've got stuff all over the place. I'm your host, John Morris Ross IV. Come back sometime. Bye. Yay. Thank you.